Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Fred and Ray, and we thank you for listening to AFR. Joining us in the studio now is Steve Paisley Jordahl. Good morning. With his Paisley tie on. It is a Paisley tie today, yes. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Um, hey, by the way, have you heard from any of your friends or family back in California? Because uh, they've been slammed with like two or three winter storms after one after another the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, well, the, uh, Capitola, where I grew up uh, Santa Cruz, in Santa Cruz, was really hit uh, beginning of January, I think it was. It was, it was a while back. Um, uh, but I haven't talked. I don't have family out there anymore. I have some friends. Okay. Uh, but have you family. seen the snowfall oh, the, yeah. in the Sierra? I do, it, yeah, I, that, have had, I do have some friends there that, uh, that have... A uh, hundred, hundred feet of snow or something? I don't since know. Since for the winter... I, no, they do have every year. They have the the Sierra Nevadas. In fact, the Sierra Nevadas contain the highest point in the contiguous forty eight. Okay, um, with uh, Mount Whitney. But uh, they have been. Uh, they uh, they California has been really hit. It has been hit. Uh, yeah. They closed the highway that went from Santa Cruz over to San Jose, which, which yeah, because of snow. Which but they need the water. So they could. You know, the they do need Absolutely. the water. Uh, Ray, have you you got any friends or family out there? <laughs> Got a bunch and a bunch of friends pastored out there for a few years, and the stories are just unbelievable. March and <clears throat> blizzard warnings in Southern California. Yeah, I mean, up in the Sierra Nevadas, we're, we're used to that, but down in Southern California, yeah. uh, that's a shock. Some of the people who live in the mountains are running out of food uh, because they can't get to grocery stores. Right, and nobody's been able to deliver food to them. That's <laughs> just Southern California. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You talk about people out of their element. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah, move to California you to get away from the snows snow. in California. <laughs> uh, all right, Steve, what's your first story? Well, oh, I, hey, before you do that, excuse me, Fred has an announcement. Yeah. Uh, my first story is Fred's announcement. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> we got our spring share coming up in just a few weeks, the middle of April. And uh, we'd like to give you folks an opportunity if the Lord has used American Family Radio in your life. And, uh, you know, it's done some special things, and the testimonies are always so incredible. One of my favorite uh, points of the uh, of Sherathon. We'd like you to share your story with us and uh, hear your story and, and have it played during our Sherathon. Tell us how Christ has used AFR in your life. And uh, very simple, call and share for a minute or two, and you might hear yourself during Sherathon. And so the listener story line to call is 877-876-8893. 877-876-8893. Just follow the directions, and for a minute or two, tell us your story. Like I say, guys, the stories, the testimonies that we hear, how people come across American Family Radio, and it's been life-changing because they get the gospel message, they find out what's going on in their world, they get a Christian worldview from our programs. And so that's what we want to hear from you folks. 877-876-8893. Yeah, and we just had a couple from Superior, Wisconsin. Yes. To stop in and visit with us here just uh, while we were on a break. 
and their listeners to AFR in Wisconsin on our app. They don't even have an AFR station there. Right, right. So, uh, again, if you want to call in and share a brief testimony about how AFR has impacted your life, we'd love to have that so we can play it during our share thought and encourages other other listeners. What's the phone number to do that again, Ray? I mean, uh, uh, Fred? Yes. And you can do this after the show's over if you want to. Sure. 877 876 88 Nine three. It's the number to call. All right, Steve. As we speak, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida is delivering his State of the State address. He's got a lot of things he's crowing about. He's uh, pretty happy with it. I'll just give you a little taste of it. This is Cut 15. We are number one in law enforcement recruitment and support. And maybe most famously, we rank number one for protections of our citizens against the biomedical security state, from prohibiting jab or job mandates to banning vaccine passports to ensuring hospital visitation rights. By permanently eliminating sales tax on all baby supplies, diapers, wipes, clothes, cribs, strollers, we will be able to say that in Florida, having a child will be tax-free. We are proud to be pro-family, and we are proud to be pro-life in the state of Florida. That was today. That was as we speak. He's still still going, yeah. Uh, and many governors around the country are giving their state of the uh, state of the state, as they say. Right, Governor DeSantis in Florida. There, everybody's interested in him because they perceive that he might be running for president in twenty twenty four. I doubt he'll give any. As as of when I stopped listening, he hadn't given any hits. He's not all going that, to. He's not going to do that today. No, not going to do that today. Be inappropriate. Uh, he'll do that in May if he's going to run. Yeah. Or later this week when he's in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, but I still think he'll wait for May. Because yeah. he told Fox News the other day uh, he's not going to – he's going to wait till the legislative session is yeah. over in Florida mm-hmm. before he makes any kind of formal announcement. But, but Ray, Fred, and Tim are already on to him. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we know. We, we got him figured out. I think we out. figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a matter of when. Probably be in May. Mm. Uh, what next you got there, Steve? Well, let's talk about uh, January 6th. We have the uh, 140,000 hours of video that were released by Speaker. That's some serious binge watching right that there. That is. I got to tell you, it'd probably take more than a day to get through that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Tucker Carlson was given that by Speaker McCarthy, and he is starting to release that. Last night, he released his first look at that, and what we saw was a lot different than what the January 6th committee showed us. They cherry-picked all the violent parts of the fight, and there were some, breaking windows, clashes with police. Once inside, well, I'll let you, I'll let you hear from uh, Tucker. This is Tucker talking about the, remember the, the shaman, the guy that was, had the, the Kuanan, on? Kuanan shaman is what they called him. He's the fellow with the... Uh, uh, the horns, the horns on, yeah. and yeah, his face like, was, was his face uh, painted. Yeah, painted. He, he was quite dressed, ba- up. bare chested. Yes, carrying a flag. Yeah, look like a little bit like a uh, a Viking. Right. Well, it turns out that he didn't have to fight his way into the. He, I, they don't know how it got into the Capitol, but once he was in, it, it, he wasn't stopped. Listen to cut uh, eleven. Jacob Chansley became the face of January sixth a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison 
far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. You know, I watched that video footage uh, that you just heard Tucker Carlson describing. Good for Tucker Carlson and Fox News for showing these uh, videos. They've got many, 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 many hours to go through uh, to show other um, uh, video of what happened on January 6th to counterbalance the one-sided January 6th committee, um, what do you call that, uh, coverage, propaganda. That's that's what it was. Yeah. And, and but let, let me just say one thing. Just watching the footage, and it's just as Tucker described it, if you watch it, it's this uh, gentleman, uh, the shaman, that's so-called. That's not his yeah. formal name. Uh, and he's not. And he's a, not a an shaman. shaman but, no. but what's his real name? Uh, they had uh, Derek. Uh, anyway, this makes the Capitol Police look terrible. Because they are taking him around the Capitol, and they're letting him go wherever he wants to. Opening doors for him. And there's eight or nine, as Tucker says, Capitol Police officers who could have stopped him or told him to get out or arrested him or something. They're not doing anything, which when you hear that, when you watch that with your own eyes and and then you go and then you hear testimony of January 6th and the guy got 41 months of prison time Mm -hmm. for that. Now he, right. I mean, four years still in. So when you see that and then you hear people say, well, the Capitol police were letting us in or letting people in, then it, then it, then it makes you, uh, it lends credence to those who say uh, they went into the Capitol, but they didn't think that they were they they were doing anything wrong necessarily because the Capitol Police were letting them in. You see what I'm saying? That commission was a sham. The American people were lied to because a lie can include not including information. Oh yeah, and giving the other side of the story. The commission, the January 6th commission, which was run by Democrats. And they had two Republicans handpicked by Nancy Pelosi because those two Republicans hated Donald Trump. And all they did was show video that supported their side. If this was a court, if somebody was on trial, and really this commission put Donald Trump on trial, one side in the case presented evidence that was tainted and it was not stopped. Now we're getting the other side of the story. Now we're... We were just watching the video as Tucker Carlson was describing it here just a few They were minutes. showing it on Newsmax. Too. On Newsmax. 
these these the Capitol Police were showing this gentleman around. They were opening doors. I don't for understand him. that. His name is Jacob Chansley, by the way. Okay, thank you, Brent. All right, that is video that you never saw played at that commission. His lawyers should use that if they haven't already. Uh, well, maybe, I wonder did do you know whether uh, his lawyers had access to this? Because if if they didn't, that would be illegal. You have to give. So uh, it just makes me question. I'm not whether, sure whether they've come to trial or not. No, well, no, no, they've they've come to trial because yeah. he was sentenced to right, four 41 years. months. But but here's the thing: this video that's being released now to Tucker Carlson is by way of Kevin McCarthy. Right. Kevin McCarthy now has the speaker has the power to commission the rest of these videos from the Capitol Police. No one had that power before. Well, Nancy well, Pelosi. Well, Nancy did. Pelosi did, but yeah. she didn't do it. No, right. Go ahead. So, what we have here is irrefutable video evidence that once he got inside, he was working in cooperation with. Is that the right way to say it? He was being led around. He was being shown by the Capitol Police where to go. In that prayer, I mean. That's interesting to me. In that prayer, he thanks God for the Capitol Police. So why was this man convicted of doing anything when he was there because right. the Capitol Police <laughs> let him be there? Is this what happens in an insurrection, folks? Oh, no. Of course it's, it's the most misused word of the last two years, insurrection. Uh, you know, when you when you overplay your hand so obviously, as the Democrats have done here, uh, it just discredits anything else you say about something this listen what i'm about to say is my own personal feelings on this not doesn't necessarily reflect those of fred jackson ray pritchard or steve paisley jordan uh i don't think those folks should have been near the capitol on the day on january 6th they had a rally at the white house where president trump spoke talking about voter uh fraud and integrity and, and so, so forth um then President Trump sent them down to the Capitol building. They had a permit for a gathering at yes. the Capitol. Which I don't have. Which, Not in the Capitol, but at the Capitol. Yeah. So my view is you don't send an emotionally charged group of people to the Capitol building when you've already had a rally at the White House stating your complaints. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because these folks are already worked up emotionally and people do things. They regret when they act on emotion. Still, uh, that being said, still what we're seeing here is that, uh, well, these people are being treated very unfairly. Sandy's covered this a lot, Sandy Rios, mm-hmm. uh, and they're being overpunished, uh, the January 6th people who are, who are, got, got imprisoned. Yes. Yeah. So this, I don't know, I'm sure Tucker Carlson's going to come along with some more, but this, Whoever's in charge of the Capitol Police uh, and Nancy Pelosi, but Na- the Capitol Police need to have to come before Congress and answer for this because they were derelict in their duties if it, by by letting this gentleman roam the Capitol if he wasn't supposed to be in there. They weren't. This wasn't 10, 20, 50, 100 people at the time. It was one guy just walking. The, the shaman, again, he's not a shaman. His name, um, Jacob Chen. Yeah, he was uh, he was walking the halls of 
of uh, and, and went all the way up to the uh, speaker's chair. Yep. At the at the in the Senate, I, it's unbelievable. Uh, the, I, all the Capitol police officers in that picture. I mean, they weren't doing their jobs, huh? Nope. So I, either that or they did not see him as a threat. The Capitol. Yeah, police. but even if they don't see him as a threat, he's not supposed to be there. The Capitol's closed, so you say, sir. There's the door. Mm-hmm. You have to leave now. Mm-hmm. And then if he doesn't, then you arrest him. Yes. Or you have the right, quite frankly, to arrest him on on the spot. But I'm just saying if you want to be nice about it, you just say, you can't stay here. You're not supposed to be in here. Leave now. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like to me, just from hearing this gentleman, he, he would have left because he didn't, he, he wasn't getting into a fight with the cops. You know what I'm saying? Or shouting at them or anything like that. Didn't, huh? Yeah. He wasn't antagonizing a physical confrontation with the police. So this, again, this video footage just makes the Capitol Police look really bad, in my view. All right, Chris, uh, Steve, next story. All right. Uh, we have certainly, with the pro-down uh, thing, we've gone, we've crossed the Rubicon. We have jumped the shark. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous now. I want to play you a video, uh, some sound of a, of a gal. We don't know her name. Uh, she doesn't even identify as a her. She goes by, but we do know her pronouns, Zem, Zir, or some such. And uh, But she has an interesting uh, interesting reason that she doesn't identify as a she. Listen, listen to, this girl is completely serious. This Got this off of lives of TikTok. Listen to Cut 14. And like Cameron and Avery in our system, the not having a gender thing for me specifically is related to the fact that I shapeshifted into a bird. So the other birds also use neo pronouns because they don't connect to gender in a human way. So it's not just the fact that we're non-binary, it's the fact that we're not entirely human. Yeah. They shapeshift into a bird. <laughs> I've done that before. I, you know, I, wrong who that, hasn't right? done that on the weekend? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> you got a problem with that, Steve? <laughs> Good night. No, huh? she talks about her, her group. It's a DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. Basically, they have multiple personality disorder, God, or they, they claim they have. And yeah. it's fine. It's just that's the way. How'd that you like to have that, that person for your Thanksgiving family member? You might eat them. I don't Sitting know. across the table from you. Right. They don't want to. Tra- they don't want to be a bird at the wrong time at Thanksgiving. That's for sure. <laughs> that turkey is my uncle. <laughs> All right, let's go check out the Cowboys game. <laughs> we have clearly gone into some other country. Oh man. Okay yeah. then. Uh, yeah. All right. Next door is Joe Biden running again. Who? Joe or Jill? Well, Joe, is Joe Biden running? Jill Biden. seems to think that she has no problem with him running. In fact, we're going to hear from her. First Lady. First Lady Jill Biden was asked um, whether or not, this is on uh, CNN's weekend show, uh, whether or not uh, Joe Biden should, is, does his age concern anybody? Is Are she concerned with his age? Listen to her answer, cut 10. Nikki Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you think about that? Ridiculous. Would your husband ever take one of those? I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Uh, Listen to what she says about uh, whether he's tool cut nine. Now, your husband is 80 years old. Mm -hmm. If he wins a second term, 
he would be 82 at inauguration. What do you say to those people who say maybe he's too old to be president? Are those fair questions and conversations to be having? I say, look at what he's done. You know, look at what he's doing. Look at how um, physically he's got the good bill of health from the doctors to his physicals. But how many 30-year-olds could travel to Poland, get on the train, go nine more hours, go to Ukraine, meet with President Zelensky. His energy level, his level of passion. So look at the man, look what he's doing, look what he continues to do each and every day, and make your decision. It's up to the American people. Ray, you're a little bit past 30. You managed it <laughs> to, to, to do some travel like that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought her. I thought that was a carefully worded kind of answer. Look at him. Look at his energy. Look at all the things he's done. That her the tone in her voice changed a little bit there when she was talking about that. Okay, I, you know what, Steve? I think she's right. We all ought to take a look at Joe Biden. Everybody should take a look at Joe Biden. Consider what he's done. Consider what he's doing and ask yourself, do you want this man to be president for the next four yeah. years? I don't care if he can run a marathon. The guy's horrible on his policies. Mm-hmm. That's that's the number one reason he shouldn't be in office uh, for a second term. But secondly, uh, really, it's not a matter of whether he can walk, uh, you know, from the White House to Air to uh, Marine One uh, or or anything like that. And, and listen, I, I don't wish the man anything but good health. I, I don't, nobody likes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the guy's obviously slipping mentally in a pretty serious way because it's affecting his ability to think and speak. That's the reason they hide him from one-on-one reporters. Uh, we all see this. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't happen every day. Some days he can be fine. But then, then, then you comes back with uh, where you can't, you know, can't think, can't speak, can't talk clearly, slurs words, and shuffles. He's definitely shuffling. Yeah, shuffling yeah. around. Uh, Two incidents in the last few weeks of him falling when he's going upstairs into Air Force One. Right. Two in the last few weeks. Right. So, you know, my my view is nobody over seventy five should run for president. Uh, because it, the, it's physically and mentally too demanding. It's a good thing we got Kamala in the wings. You know? huh? It's a good thing we have Kamala Harris waiting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we played her last. I know. We played one of her greatest hits <laughs> 30 minutes ago, Steve. It, it, she's got a, 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 she's Yeah. She's coming on strong. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a minute. <clears throat> We've got a minute, Steve. All right. Um, quickly, uh, Jeremy Boring of uh, – the uh, razor fame is now taking on Hershey's. Hershey's has a new commercial out that's talking about her she chocolate. They've gone woke. Well, he's got a reply. Cut thirteen. They're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up. Her she. It's humiliating, and it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's chocolate. We have two kinds: she her and he him. <laughs> Who is that? Jeremy Boring, and he's actually selling a ton of these things. They're they're not cheap. Yeah, I've seen that. That's clever. Yes, and smart. He's gonna make him a lot of money there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hurt, hurt. So Hershey chocolate's gone woke, huh? They have. Oh, brother.
Oh, man. Yeah, they had a transgender guy, a dude, holding the her, she chocolate. I got you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to our show today. We appreciate it very much. Uh, on behalf of Fred, Steve, Ray, Chris, Brent, and Sandy, uh, we we appreciate, again, you uh, listening to AFR. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Take care, everybody.